Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of On the Bright Side. I'm your host, Caroline Susco, and I'm so happy and so grateful that you guys are here with me listening right now, and I couldn't be more grateful. Now, today, I'm going to tell you in this first 10 seconds that I'm going to be vulnerable, and it's something I want to practice in 2024 because I feel like a lot of people have so many stories that they just choose not to tell out of embarrassment, out of fear, out of worry of what other people may think. And I've kind of had that in the back of my mind for a long time. But I told myself in 2024 that I want to be able to help people as much as I can. And to help people, you have to tell stories. And in a lot of those times, those stories are going to be you being vulnerable. And that's what I'm here today to do. And it's going to be a part of my life that you probably never thought you'd hear about. To be honest, I never thought I'd be talking about this. But here we are. And I want to start 2024 the way it should be. And I want to practice what I preach. So 2024 already. We are. I'm recording this. We're now five days into January. I've already had some amazing opportunities in five days, which is incredible. And I'm so excited to be able to share these opportunities with you guys in the next coming months. But I've also had some already shitty times. That's what I can describe it as, shitty. And I had this idea of what I wanted 2024 to look like. And it's funny because I know I what I want it to look like. But I know in order for it to look like the life I want, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be trying a lot of new things. It's going to be closing doors and opening new ones and that's hard and it's funny because five days into 2024 some of those doors are already shutting that I know need to be shut and I'm like oh why like does he not reciprocate the way I feel why are people not reciprocating the way I feel and why does it feel like I'm putting so much energy into other people and that is going to be the topic of today's episode last year I would have never shared something like this on the pod, but I think it's really important too. And here we are. So before we get into today's episode today, I want to talk about my grateful because this is honestly what spawned this episode and what what got me thinking like this. Now, what I'm grateful for today is we live in a world of podcasts, podcasts that we can learn so much from each other and do so many wonderful things just because people are sharing their tips and their stories and their sense of vulnerability. And I was on a walk this morning and I went on this walk because basically if a situationship could break up, that's practically what happened. Actually, not even like a situationship. I don't know what what it was. Dear Lord. And now I know there's some people listening on here already and are like, how can you be sad over a situationship like it never even meant anything? And... And when I was feeling these emotions last night, I was like, Caroline, this is pathetic. Like, what? Like, you were never actually dating. Like, you hardly know this guy. Like, why are you letting it upset you? And last night, I watched a movie and I was like, Caroline, you have one hour to quote unquote mourn. (laughs) You have one hour to feel sad for yourself. And then after that, you're going on the up and up. You're moving on. You're moving forward. You're moving on to bigger and better things. So this morning I woke up and I woke up super anxious just because a lot of different things and I decided to start my day going on a walk. I knew it wasn't going to be beneficial for me to lay in my bed and endlessly scroll and needlessly scroll for no reason and read back texts and yada yada yada. So I got up, I got ready 
in the 38 degree weather, I bundled up and decided to go on a walk. And usually with every walk that I go on by myself, I get into a lot of thinking. I go deep down the rabbit hole and sometimes it can be really good and sometimes it can be really bad. So I decided for this walk, instead of getting into my head and pulling everything apart and thinking about the exact words I used, I decided I was going to listen to a podcast. And this podcast has come across my TikTok time and time again, and I feel it gives me the most wonderful signs at the perfect timing. And this podcast is called Date Yourself Instead. And I had never listened to an episode, but after my whole night, I went on TikTok and boom, that was one of the first TikToks that showed up on my For You page. So I said, you know, I think it's time to listen to an episode today. So I listened to one of her episodes today. Her name's Liz. And the episode was called, what was it? Oh, oh yeah. Decenter that toxic man now. You are the main character. And if this isn't appropriate enough for what's gone in my li- on in my life recently, I was like, I don't know what is. And before I even get into today's episode, it goes back to my grateful of podcasting. I learned so much about myself and I learned so many valuable lessons in the matter of 30 minutes. Now, if you've never listened to this podcast, I want you to go listen to this podcast, especially if you're on the down and down and not the up and up right now, because what she has to say is really so powerful and it doesn't focus on other people. It lets you focus on your life from your perspective. And honestly, I think that's what I needed today. And I'm super grateful that people come on and share these tips and are honestly life coaches online that help us get back on track, help us see our best selves, and do what we can to make those changes and move on and grow. So listening to this podcast today was a sign in itself, and it's something I'm so glad I did because it got me thinking a lot about myself, who is the main character of my life, and what I need to do to better not the people around me, but myself so I can have wonderful, good, loving, healthy relationships. And The second I turned this episode on, I was walking maybe five minutes into this episode and I saw Bluebird. And if you guys have listened to episodes in the past, you know Bluebirds are my sign. For those who don't know, really quick background story, I was going to New Hampshire for my second year of college. It was so out of my comfort zone. It was just, I wanted to transfer in a heartbeat and I wanted to go home and I wanted to go back into my comfort circle. And I was driving up for the second year to give it one more shot. And a bluebird flew right across my window and I like I jumped because it was so close to my window and I saw this bluebird and I was like, wow, that was not only such a pretty bird, but also that had to be a sign. I was in the middle of nowhere where no birds were and I googled that sign and the sign said, you're at the right place at the right time doing the things you're supposed to be doing and the angels are watching you do it. And long story short, after I saw that bird, that was my turnaround year where UNH ended up being my absolute favorite place and I loved it so dearly. So now anytime I see this sign, I quite literally know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm in the right place at that right time. And so I'm on this walk today. I start this podcast and it's about centering yourself and not the bad relationships. When I saw that bluebird, because I knew this was right for me and I knew I was supposed to be listening to this and I knew this was like hard to come to a realization that, you know, I wasn't putting myself first, but I knew it was something I had to do. And this bluebird was just my sign that, hey, it might be hard right now, but I'm going on the right path and to find myself again 
And honestly, when I say again, I don't know if I've ever actually truly found myself. And I think that's a hard pill to swallow. I mean, I look at all my life and I've made wonderful friendships. I've had wonderful relationships with people. But I don't know if I can truly say I found myself and understood myself. And I've always put myself as the main character in my life. A lot of my life, I have been a people pleaser. And just so people would like me and just so... I could maybe fit into their idea of what they wanted in a person. And for those relating to this right now, thinking about their situationship that they're currently in, because 2024 and the 2020s have done that to us where situationships are now normal. And I bet you can think of that time or that person you're talking to right now that's in that situationship. And let me just make you feel better. This situationship went on for years. And I was just happy to get any attention that I could and I was just happy to have any sense of validation from someone else and get attention and I think a lot of us no matter who we are we just love the idea of male attention and we eat it we love it and we feel validated and that's where we get our confidence and for a long time I honestly wasn't practicing what I preached here I was saying that everyone deserves to be treated like the awesome person they are and that you will find your person and to just focus on yourself right now. And honestly, I was just falling back into the traps, but wasn't listening to my own advice. So I definitely got wrapped up. And I always knew that this whatever friendship kind of situation, I <laughs> I honestly don't even know what this was to this day. I just knew it was never right. And I always just thought it was what I needed. I've been single all my life and I thought, okay, well, maybe there's something that I need to change. So if I can conform to what this person loves and what this guy loves, then maybe something can work out. You guys, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not how it works. You will never find a healthy relationship. You will never find a healthy friendship if that's how your mind works. And back to what I was saying, I was listening to this podcast and it started and I saw the bluebird and I knew that this was meant to be and it really was exactly what I needed. So I'm listening, so I'm walking and she first saw, starts off by saying that we tend to put so many people that have wronged us on a pedestal. We put so much time and energy and focus on these negative relationships that don't bring us anything. And the second they walk back into our lives, we get off our own pedestal and put them on the pedestal in our life where we're supposed to be the main character because we don't know anything better. We just want to people please. We want to be wanted. We want that validation. We want that love. And it comes in so many different forms. And if we can prove to ourselves that in some way we can find that love, then that's what we conform to. And that's what we do. And we get trapped in this cycle of negative people that we just focus so much energy on because we don't know anything better. And we just know we want that validation and we want that love and we want the attention. And we know if we can switch ourselves to please this person, then we'll get that. And then we'll be wanted and then we'll know what it feels like and we'll feel good. But we're just so trapped in that cycle. We don't realize how bad it is for us. And it's a very, very, very hard cycle to break. And what's even crazier is that we try to prove ourselves so much to these people time and time again. And they are just focusing 
on remembering a person that fits their narrative. You could do 101 great, amazing things and have one mess up. And the people that want to see that is what they're going to look for. So what I learned literally three minutes into this podcast was we cannot people please because people are going to find what they want to find. And we can't succumb to other people and succumb to being liked and to being wanted just because we think that's how it's going to please them. Because it's not. And it's only hurting ourselves. And we can make so much progress going forward. And that can really ruin us and can really hurt us. So she makes so many wonderful points throughout this podcast. Basically saying, why are we giving our time to people who don't see how wonderful we are? Why are we giving time to people who are literally not giving us the time of day? And she was like, that should be such a turnoff. But for some reason, we gravitate towards it. Because our minds aren't understanding what we deserve yet and our minds can't begin to form that there are so many wonderful relationships out there that are meant for us that we just have not even seen yet and after everything that she's talked about with decentering people that aren't right for you and putting yourself on that pedestal because again you are the main character of your life you should be first would you date yourself And she was like, would you bring yourself on your own date? Would you fall in love yourself like you would want someone else to fall in love with you? Would you be so confident in yourself that when you were liking, when you were scrolling through your pictures, you were like, yeah, she is hot. She is all that. She is amazing. She is perfect. I love her. And in the most needed way, tears were streaming down my face during my walk because it was a hard pill to swallow, but the answer was no. No, I would not date myself. No, I wasn't in love with myself. No, I didn't have the confidence in myself. And no, I would never bring myself for a dinner for one and just be happy with my own company. And that honestly, in the craziest way was needed. And it wasn't a podcast trying to make us feel upset. It's a podcast that's trying to help us understand where we need work and what we need to work on. And in 2024, I know it's what I need to work on because The relationships we attract in our lives, she said, are mirrors of who we put out there. If we are in love with ourselves, with our bodies, with our silliness, and just as us as a person, how can we expect to be in a healthy, fulfilling relationship? If I am showing that I am insecure, if I am showing that I am not confident, and I am not talking to myself like I would my best friend, if I am not showing that confidence in myself and showing that I deserve goodness and am going back to these things that I know are wrong for me, that's what I'm attracting. That's the kind of people who are coming up to me because they see that I don't have that confidence and they also think that that's how they can treat me too. So then we're like, hold the phone. Whoa, 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 no, no. Why do you think you can treat me like this? And then we look at it for a second. We're like, well, actually I'm treating myself like this too. And that is not okay. You know, If we are insecure, that's the kind of vibes that we're going to attract. We attract what we give out. So that's why we really have to work on loving ourselves and being in love with ourselves and wanting to date ourselves first so we can find that later, but wanting to date ourselves for the right reasons because we simply want that true love and self-love for ourselves. But how you talk to yourself is what you want to see in your partner. And how can you be looking for that in your partner if you can't even find that in yourself? So after this, I realized I had a lot of work to do and I realized I needed to start somewhere. 
because here I was for months and months going on trying to find relationships in the wrong people. Two months ago, (laughs) I thought to find a relationship, I needed to put myself out there more. And I was like, okay, I'm going to download Hinge. I'm going to make a profile. I'm going to go on a bunch of dates and I am going to find the man of my dreams. And first, that's a problem because I was going on there with the intention of finding validation and confidence in love from someone else and not even myself because I wanted to know guys liked me. I wanted to know that I was validated, that people I normally wouldn't think of that liked me liked me. And I thought that was really cool about dating apps. And I still think that's really cool because, you know, a lot of the times we get nervous talking to people that we do like and nothing ever comes out of it because we're nervous and we're embarrassed and we're scared. And dating apps do it in a really cool way where all you have to do is like your face is still hidden. You don't have any sense of embarrassment and you just say, oh, I think they're actually really cute. And you find people on dating apps that you're like, oh my gosh, I never would have thought he liked me. Like, that's crazy. And then you start talking. And I wanted to find that. I wanted to find, I knew I was at a lower point in my life. I knew I wasn't where I could be and I used to be with my happiness and my confidence. And so my idea was to find it in hinge prompts. When I saw the number of guys that liked me back, I was like, yes, like Caroline, you are doing great. Like, look at all this validation. Like if you want some confidence, just look at all 38 guys that just liked you today. In my mind, I was like, okay, if, That's how my confidence is going to come back. Finding out these guys like me that are really cute and that I would love to get to know and date. And I was like, yep, that's where it's going to come from. And that was where I went wrong. And I was like, dating apps suck. Like dating apps are so not for me. And no, they don't suck. I just was not ready as a person to be on those apps. Because one, I didn't have that same confidence and love that I originally had for myself. So I was going on there not knowing what to expect and attracting the energy of basically I'm not so in love with myself right now so you don't have to be so in love with me either and you can treat me the way I treat myself right now and that's awful we don't want to be treated like that and oh my goodness so I went on hinge thinking that I would find my perfect man who is not like so many of the guys I've met all my life that was super successful, super smart, super caring, super kind and wanted the best for me and was a super hard worker. And here I am going on these hinge websites or going on these dating apps. And that's honestly like my expectations and what I want is like a diamond in the rough on hinge. Like if you find someone that well and so nice to you and so good to you, you are so lucky. And I know there are people out there who have and people that are close to me who have struck gold, but it's so rare to do that. And here I was thinking all these exceptional, wonderful guys were on hinge. If you want this extraordinary guy, you're not going to find him doing the same thing everyone else is doing. And I was listening to this video the other day and I forget this girl's name, but she is amazing too. And she was basically saying that if you want to find these exceptional relationships and see yourself with these super high standards that are very good standards, you're not going to find it on dating apps. You're not going to find it hooking up with guys. You're not going to find it in places you think. Now, this is not always the exception. Sometimes people find wonderful relationships that are super healthy and are everything they wanted, but it's very unlikely. And so basically what she said is you just keep doing you. You keep working to love yourself and keep going with that. 
And the universe will find your people and push you to them and will help you find your person and push you to them. So what I realized is I need to first get off of Hinge because it was not serving me and it was just a way of getting validation that I thought I needed in that way. And I thought that was going to bring me my confidence. So just a disclaimer, Hinge, Bumble, if you are listening, I am not your girl. But after listening to today's episode, I know I have to fall in love with myself first. I have to fall in love with every part of my body. I have to fall in love with the person I am. I have to fall in love with everything I'm doing and do it all with confidence. And the sad part is it took me 21, almost 21 and a half years to realize that's what I needed to do. And I think a lot of us, if we truly sat down with ourselves, honestly, and asked ourselves, Do we love ourselves? Would we take ourselves out on a date? Would we do these things with a partner just like we would do for ourselves? Although it's hard to admit, a lot of us would say no. A lot of us would not bring ourselves on a date. A lot of us would not give us the confidence that we find in other people. We wouldn't have that by ourselves. And now when I'm thinking of this question, I can think of the people who would say yes in a heartbeat. And I know they put this work in before and they are so happy for it now. They're happy by themselves for who they are now because they found love in themselves before anyone else and I said to my friend so many times I was like how like how do you just like talk to this guy and then be like not phased the next day when it just completely blows up and she was like because I love myself and I know I have worth and I know there's something out there for me and I know this isn't it and I was like wow because here I was holding on to something I knew that was not serving me time and time again years for years it's embarrassing but it's true and here I am oh my gosh if you told me a year ago I would be saying this on a podcast right now I would think you are drop dead crazy but here I am because I know that I'm not the person I want to be and I don't want to come on this podcast and be preaching one thing but not doing the work with you guys and us together to make that person So in 2024, I want to make that person. I want to be someone at the end of the year that I am so confident in, that I love so much and so dearly and always see myself on that pedestal. Whereas right now, I see everyone who's hurt me on that pedestal. Because we deserve to be the main characters of our own life. We deserve to be jumping around like Junie B. Jones and Fancy Nancy with not a care in the world because we know what we deserve and we know our worth and we know we are that queen to someone and we know we are the queen, period. And the right people will know that in your lifetime. So ask yourself, could you date yourself? Could you fall in love with your body and love every part about it? Could you fall in love with your laugh and think it is the best part about you? Could you fall in love with everything that you love because you love it? Could you look at yourself in the mirror every day and be like, I am so lucky to be this person because I am beautiful inside and out and I am my crush. I love myself. And as self-centered as it sounds, it's honestly what we need to do. We need to date ourselves and we need to take time in our single eras, in the single parts of our lives, to date ourselves. Whether we're dating someone else or we're dating us, we always are dating someone. So when we say we're single, are we really single? Are we just working on ourselves, dating ourselves, and finding more love in ourselves? Because once we find that love in ourselves, we can find it in other people and find healthy and attract healthy, loving, happy relationships. We are not talking to anyone more than we talk to ourselves every day. So I think it's time that we invest in ourselves 
and start talking to ourselves nicely. Start bringing ourselves up and having the confidence to go out and get a table for one and eat by ourselves. Have the confidence to look in the mirror before you get in the shower and you're like, I am so beautiful. I love myself. Every piece and part of myself, I love. So if if these past two days didn't play out the way they did, I would have never understood this moment in time where I need to love myself and I need to date myself this year. For these next few months, I need to put myself first and work on myself so I can love myself as much as I want the people around me to love me and can be a confident presence that everyone sees. And then when you're in that new era of yourself and are happy in your own skin and honestly just love being you and every part of you and every time and minute you spend with yourself because that's every day, once you find that, people will start to notice And you need to do this for yourself. We don't want to do it to get revenge. We don't want to do it to make us look better for our exes. Those people of our past are people from our past and they're in the past for a reason. We are doing this for our future self and our future selves only. No one else. Not to be loved later in life. Right now, the only way we can do this successfully is if we say to ourselves, I'm doing this for me. And so I made a little list of things that I'm going to do to start somewhere because, you know, we put stuff on dream boards and vision boards that we want healthy relationships, that we want to gain this and we want to do this. We want to go this, but we can't do that without a plan. We can't say I want to love myself and I want to be confident in myself if we don't have a plan. So I made a plan that can help me each and every day focus on myself just a little bit so I can love myself a little more and so I can understand what I deserve. And so I want to share this list with you guys so we can do it together. And I would love to hear people who are doing this with me. So now let me share this list with you so we can move forward, so we can date ourselves, so we can love ourselves and have fun doing it. So first, I think we need to realize who sits on the pedestal like I was saying before and like the podcast was saying before. It is so important that we know who is the main character of our lives, and that is us. So we need to know we are the center of our world, just our world. And I know, again, that sounds selfish, but that's what we need to learn. No one can come sit on our pedestal. Our pedestal is for us and us only, and we are not going to bow down to other people and allow them to get on it. It's ours and ours only, just like it's theirs in their life. So by realizing who sits on the pedestal of our lives, it's going to help us find more confidence and find what we do and don't deserve and not spend extra minutes and moments trying to think, oh, will this be good for me in the future? Because chances are, if we're thinking about it, going back and forth contemplating, it's not going to be good for us. So doing that first. Then, you know, put on a fun outfit, whether you're going to the grocery store or the gala. Do your hair, do your makeup if you want to, do what you want for you and wear what you want for you impress yourself because I know we're always putting on outfits and putting on makeups to impress other people but are we ever doing it just to impress ourselves and just to make us feel good and feel fun and I think that's such an important factor stop worrying about the people you're going to see in certain places and just start getting ready because you want to get ready because you want to get dolled up and you want to have a fun night next buy yourself flowers I know so many people with their significant other they're like oh, I just hope he buys me flowers. And they get so excited when they do. And like, 
of course, like who wouldn't get excited to get flowers? But remember, we can also buy ourselves flowers and they're just as special because if we're dating ourselves, we love the person wholeheartedly that we are. And so by getting flowers from us, it's just as special. Now, leaving yourself kind notes, another one. A lot of people in relationships, they love to get those kind notes. But if you're dating yourself, you should also love to get those kind notes and read them every morning. I want to make it a goal in 2024 to put sticky notes on my bathroom mirror. So when I wake up and start getting ready, I see those happy notes and see those positive words of encouragement and confidence so I can have that mindset going forward each and every day. And then by reading those thoughts, our thoughts go into emotion into our brain. So every time, the more positive thoughts and theories we read, the more positive our brain and mind becomes. So if we are seeing these positive words every day, when we're not feeling the best, we start to turn to those positive words of encouragement versus those negative words ripping us apart. And again, if you were dating someone, you'd be giving them positive words of encouragement and that's what you wanna do for yourself. Next, love your body every time you see it. And I know it can be hard at first. I watched this TikTok and Megan Trainer was in an interview and she was, I know I've said this in a podcast before, but basically she was like, my therapist told me to get naked and look in the mirror for five minutes straight every day, every morning. And she was like, at first, like it was like the cringiest, hardest thing. And I was like, like, I just hate doing this. But the more she did it, the more she realized how much she loved her body and the more self-love that came to herself. So by doing just like those little things every day can help us out so, so much. Next, spoil yourself. I know if you were dating someone and saw the perfect watch or pullover or whatever for them, you would get it for them. So if you see the perfect dress or pullover for you, why wouldn't you get it for you? It's a two-way street. Reward other people, but also reward yourself. Spoil yourself. Have some fun. You know you're going to feel happy in it. Get it. The next few of these I saw on TikTok and I thought they were really cool and important to incorporate. So the next one, this girl said schedule in advance. Schedule dates in advance when you're just going to have time for you and go get dinner with yourself or go to the movies with yourself or just do your hair and makeup and watch a movie by yourself. Just being comfortable in being alone and just sitting with yourself. And once we get to that point, I think an amazing goal is to go out and get a table for one with yourself and your thoughts. And you know, you may feel uncomfortable, but it's good to sit with that uncomfortable. We don't grow if we're not uncomfortable. So doing that is a big goal of mine in 2024, being able to be like, "Mm, table for one and being confident and happy doing it and going through a whole dinner, just loving time with myself. Turn love songs about yourself. Stop thinking about the situationship. Stop thinking about your ex. Stop thinking of a person from the past. Make yourself the love topic in that song because hello, we love ourselves. And that can help transform our love life when we find love in ourselves and that we are wholeheartedly happy with ourselves. So tell yourself good job. Give yourself words of encouragement. Hug yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror every day and be like, I am so damn beautiful. I am so pretty. I am so hot. I am gorgeous. And do that every single day. And you know, sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. If you don't believe it day one, I promise you, if you do it every single day, you'll believe it and you will have that confidence. And let me tell you, if you can't believe it yourself, I am here to cheer you on. I am here to help you because I know you are beautiful inside and out. And finally, This was a super, super important one I learned. Now, when we get sad, what do we usually do? We usually tend to want to sit in our emotion and feel sorry and watch sad movies. Don't do that. 
if you if it's something with a guy is not working out, don't go home and watch a sad movie. Do not. Turn it to positive vibes only and not sad. It will just make the journey of you getting over it so much quicker and you'll find that self-love so much quicker. So when you're detoxing from something that went wrong, instead of wallowing in that energy of sadness, turn on a funny movie, go hang out with your friends and turn it into positivity and not sadness because the more we're sad, the more it stays. We want to find ways that are going to make us positive and happier quicker. And watching funny movies, being with your friends, that's how we want to recoup and recover. We don't want to watch sad movies. And now I'm not saying it's not good to watch a sad movie here and there. But the quicker we become that happiness and hit that point of happiness, the quicker we'll be healed and ready to go and focus on ourselves and find that confidence within ourselves first. Because just like you would have fun dating someone else, we need to have that fun dating ourselves, and we need to embrace it. And when people say, are you single? Like, yeah, I'm single, but I'm also dating myself. Like I am also becoming the best version of me and finding that confidence within me because it will move mountains. It will transform your love life. In 2024, that is what I need to do. I need to date myself. So I want to follow this list and I definitely want to make a post about it. And I think we can hold each other accountable, whoever is doing this. And I think it would be really fun to show us doing these little steps and sharing yours as well. Like we can date ourselves together and that is so fun and such a good way to start your 2024. Because I don't know about you, but the next time someone asks me, would you want to date yourself? I want to wholeheartedly, confidently be able to say, yes, yes, I would date myself and I love myself. So I'm so lucky and grateful that I was able to come across this podcast, Date Yourself Instead with Liss, because it actually transformed my life in a matter of 30 minutes and put me back on track and get on the bright side. So I love you all so, so much. I totally recommend listening to this. I'll put this in the description below because it was literally mind-blowing and she is amazing. And with that, I love you all so, so much. Make sure you're following On The Bright Side Pod with two Ds on Instagram to get the latest notifications, hear about the latest guest of 2024 and all of that. So have post notifications turn on. And of course, remember to stay looking on the bright side and I promise you it'll serve you really well. Love you guys. Bye.